We got a fresh cup of coffee tonight here, folks. It is March 30th, the 3-3 day, 2023. What an amazing time to be alive as this storyline continues. Cheers, everyone. Thank you for joining me. So tonight, we're going to go over it full update. Trump has been indicted. We titled this episode, The First Arrest Will Shock the World. Folks, this timeline is wild. We're seeing events on a daily basis start to unfold here, accelerating us towards the reset. Thank you for tuning in. I got myself a fresh cup of coffee. Full update, full breakdown. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate everyone. Thank you so much. Let's let everyone get in here, share this message far and wide. TikTok, if you guys could tap the screen, share the stream, tell your friends and family. Let's get tapped into the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. Let's refresh this and pull our cryptocurrencies. 28,141 for Bitcoin. 1803 for Ethereum and our XRP's at 5347. 53 and a half cents for XRP right now. Let's take a look at the sticks though, folks. Building support above 50 cents. Absolutely love to see it. Absolutely turns us on. Absolutely gets us going. But also, just like we were doing last night, last night I was drinking tea. Tonight we're drinking some coffee. We're not popping champagne yet. Okay, the TA looks great, looks fantastic, but remember the macro situation, the whole system is burning down. It's fantastic to see XRP pumping during this time, confirming for us that XRP is ready to decouple from the rest of the cryptocurrency space. The rest of all of the assets other than commodities do seem all like they're on the verge of a breakout as well as we're seeing the vaults get drained at a record level. We'll be covering that at the end, covering our cryptocurrency, but we're starting out with the topic tonight being Trump. Now, I took a whole lot of crap for saying that Mr. Trump was going to be getting arrested, potentially. You know, and, and I don't care. You know, it's it, it, it's fun to have some predictions, and I have a good time with that. But it's just about being prepared. What can we take from it? What does it mean to us that our former president is going to be arrested, potentially, here? We don't know if they'll throw the handcuffs on him, but we know, right, that he's going to be fingerprinted. They're going to take a picture. There's a debate on back and forth whether or not he's going to be handcuffed. The show goes on. So the video that I made where I predicted this actually back in, I think it was August. Uh, it was in August. That's right. When I predicted that Trump was going to be arrested, and I said this is all part of a falling world order, a falling empire here in the United States, right? And they've established, they have planned for us a new world order, absolutely resetting the financial system. I'm going to show you guys tonight. There's like dozens and dozens of, like everyone is literally updating their system here going into the new month of April or into the new year, depending on what calendar you're on. And so folks, we're going to have fun here tonight. We're going to break this thing down, but we do have the indictment has been served at the same time we get news like this, Disclosed TV, World Stage, U.S. citizens residing or traveling in Russia should depart immediately, State Department warns, okay? So we're seeing that in the United States. We have to distract from what's taking place over here with our dollar and what's taking place around the world with them ditching the reserve currency. So what do we have planned? What is the next card they're going to pull? It's going to be the Trump card. Robert Kiyosaki chimes in. Trump indicted. When America's justice system is used as a political weapon, the beacon of freedom for which America has stood for has gone out. Even if you hate Trump, is hate worth the price of our justice system? Justice is priceless. Justice is essential for our freedom. Now, we're going to continue to watch this. Trump on the world stage, along with all the other events that bring us into this year of 2023. 
Kobesi letter summarizes for us. In March of 2023, we've had second and third largest bank collapses in U.S. history. What a March it has been. Truly incredible here. We're concluding it with President Trump being indicted, the first U.S. president to face criminal charges. Three, multiple countries ditched the U.S. dollar for the Chinese yuan. Now, let me go back a point and let me say real quick that he's not the only president that uh, maybe we should you know, have taken a second look at, right? Now, whether you're thumbs up, thumbs down on President Trump, like I said, it's all part of the events here of a falling empire on the world stage, a falling reserve currency, a fading away dollar, right? And, and, and although, yes, we're still accepting dollars over here, we're still using dollars, we're going to be using dollars, they're going to roll out their CBDC, they're going to roll out a new treasury note, God willing, we're actually going to back our new currency by gold, and it's going to respect privacy. Uh, but that's my hope, that's my prayer, that's my wish, and I would love to see that. But the plan all along, we know where they want to go with this, right? But they have plans to maintain in power. We just, you know, continue to actually actually go to the solution, go to the answer. How can you effectively maintain the reserve currency, maintain this hegemony? And we look, you have gold, you have silver, you have XRP, and a few other utility cryptocurrencies. And to me, it's a combination of both commodities. You got crypto commodities, DLT commodities. Those are the tokens that run these networks. And then you have commodities in the traditional resources that run the real economy. And I'm going to show you guys here in a little bit here. We're breaking out for both. So it's a fantastic time to be alive watching the show uh, and knowing that we've prepared our families. We've been putting out the word here, trying to prepare our communities. We've now reached um, over you know, 360,000 just between TikTok and YouTube. I think we just hit 14. 14 or 15k uh, here on Twitter coming up here shortly. If you haven't, yeah, if, if you haven't yet, make sure you go follow us over on Twitter because we've been hopping in the Twitter spaces more frequently, hosting our own Twitter space about one time a week, and I'm getting a lot of requests to appear on other Twitter spaces. So we're having a lot of fun, and we've been trying to prepare our community for this exact moment, literally mentioning the Trump card being played by the puppeteers, and sure enough. President Trump indicted first U.S. president to face criminal charges. Then we get multiple countries ditch the U.S. dollar for the Chinese yuan. And as we put out the videos here lately, it's now been, you know, dozens upon dozens. By some measures, some people suggesting over 100 countries moving against the U.S. dollar. Now, the fourth point here is interest rates raised to the highest level since 2007, and that has ushered in a lot of pain. Real estate still lagging, but folks, it is going to be coming in here for a while as far as the pain, as far as cleaning up the mess. I think we still have a long ways to go, and we've started to see it happen here. Collapse of Credit Suisse, one of the world's largest banks in under 48 hours. We are witnessing history. Now, folks, remember, that was just in March. That was just in March right there for you, okay? And so we knew it was going to be a massive year. A few months in, everything is being confirmed. Literally everything, including Trump, potentially being arrested. Truly incredible. Now, Cabessi Letter says there are a lot of headlines going around about countries moving away from the U.S. dollar. Over the last 25 years, the U.S. dollar's use for reserves globally is down 72% from 72% to 59%. So for all the people in my comments that are saying that everything's fine, it's not a big deal, 
that matters. That data point right there matters. And that data speaks to something. So, you know, that data has no bias. That data is just the facts uh, in regards to the U.S. dollar reserve currency status and it being used as a reserve globally uh, down from 72 to 59%. Now, if you go look at SWIFT as well, you'll see that that settlement's down. Now, here's a full thread. Here are all the recent events summarized and what it means going forward. This is an important chart which shows the breakdown of foreign exchange reserves by currency. Note that the US dollar is down from 72% to 59% since 1999, while the euro is up from 19 to 21%. Importantly, other currencies, including the Chinese yuan, soared from 4% to 10%. That matters right there, folks. That matters. Yes. The Chinese yuan has not overtaken the dollar as the top reserve currency, not even close, okay? But a shift is underway, and there's another 100 countries that are aligning with them. This is something that we've never seen before in history, folks. This is 100-year change. You see this type of change, you know, every 100 years. Truly incredible. Now... Furthermore, according to the IMF data, Russia has nearly 33% of all reserves in Chinese yuan. This data is as of the end of 2021 and is likely even higher now due to recent events. So this is lagging data. Just like I say, the real estate asset class is lagging right now. There's still a lot more pain coming over there, in my opinion. This data, as far as the reserve currencies, is lagging as well. This is just to the end of 2021, and now you see all the announcements, you see all the deals, 100-plus countries moving away. The weaponization of the U.S. dollar has also played a role in this shift. The last week, China and Russia agreed to, the use, to use the Chinese yuan as the settlement currency. Trade data displaying the share of currency in Russia exports is pictured below. The Chinese yuan is, sharp, uh, is moving sharply higher and quickly approaching 20% of all export settlements. You guys see these charts? You see this data? Last week, Russia announced that they are considering using yuan as the reserve currency. Russian companies have issued bonds in yuan worth the equivalent of more than $7 billion last year. Russia is set to have Chinese yuan, then U.S. dollars in its reserves, per the Wall Street Journal. This week, China and France completed their first liquid natural gas settlement in the Chinese yuan. This was done through the Shanghai Petroleum and Natural Gas Exchange. These transactions have always been done in U.S. dollars. Last week. Now, these are supposed to be our friends. Saudi Arabia here, folks. Supposed to be our allies. Saudi Arabia announced a deal with China to build an oil refinery using the Chinese yuan. The project will cost about 83.7 billion yuan, equivalent to 12.2 billion U.S. dollars. Construction is set to begin in a couple months, and it will supply 210,000 barrels of crude oil per day. That is a significant investment, folks. While we go woke, while we go broke, over here in the United States of America, they are investing billies. Billions of dollars over there while they laugh at us. Now, two weeks ago, Saudi Arabia announced that they are considering using the Chinese yuan for oil sales. Saudi Arabia said their relationship with the U.S. has deteriorated under President Biden, according to Wall Street Journal. Saudi Arabia currently exports 6.2 million barrels uh, of oil per day. Just yesterday, China and Brazil agreed to settle trades in their own currencies. Ditching the are you guys seeing a theme? Right, We're on tweet 9 of this thread. It's just one data point after another. 
Now, I'm addressing the folks in my comments that are telling me that everything's fine in regards to the U.S. dollar and to stop, stop spreading fear, stop spreading FOMO. I don't know if you guys are seeing this data, if you can hear my voice. These data points are incredible. Just yesterday, China and Brazil agreed to settle trade in their own currencies, ditching the U.S. dollar. Hours later, Saudi Arabia entered the trade alliance with China, Russia, India, Pakistan, and four central nations to decrease their reliance on the U.S. dollar. Outside of countries agreeing to conduct trade and hold reserves and currencies other than U.S. dollars, crypto is adding pressure. Crypto has become yet another alternative gaining popularity. Bitcoin enthusiasts say it's better than gold and fiat combined. Yeah, well, the Bitcoin bros sure got a story, don't they? Lastly, inflation and the banking crisis have only made things worse. We have had 22 straight months of 5% plus inflation, which is pressuring the U.S. dollar. On top of this, the banking crisis made people question the system. People are sick of inflation and instability and the countries around the world are done with rbs does this mean that the u.s dollar is going to disappear now i want to highlight this tweet here because this is important this is my point does this mean that the u.s dollar is going to disappear the answer is absolutely not as economists have noted, much of the world's debt is denominated in U.S. dollars. U.S. dollar-based debt will continue to be serviced with the U.S. dollar cash flows for decades. However, there is one more competition now, and the U.S. must keep this in mind with policy decisions. The rise of the new technology and alternative currencies have only proliferated this trend. Follow the Kobesi letter, folks. Must follow. Huge shout out to the Kobesi letter. I'm sharing like two or three of his tweets in every single episode. Now, folks, you guys see the theme, right? If you haven't already, go back and watch the session that we just did with Andy Sheckman, breaking this situation down. And it's truly eye-opening here what's taken place over the last few weeks, just this month of March, how massive it has been, folks. Those data points confirm what we've been saying this whole time. Trump getting indicted confirms that we knew that they had that Trump card, right? That this, this world stage, this political stage here with Trump was going to continue to distract from what? The dollar dying, the reserve currency status being lost. Now, does it mean that the dollar is going away? No. Like I said, they're going to try to do CBDC. They're going to try to reset the currency. They're going to have to reset the currency. Now, it doesn't matter what it's going to be. Rainbow notes, treasury notes, Federal Reserve notes, um, XRP, um, a CBDC built on the XRP ledger, a CBDC built on the XRP ledger backed by gold, God willing. I don't know how they're going to reset, restructure the debt and revalue this whole system, but it has to be done. And this, this this data here is evident, and the shift has been confirmed. It's no longer a question, debate. When's the, when's the flip of the switch? Guys, it's happening right now. I'm about to show you about half a dozen, but, the, but there's dozens that I could have showed you guys today. I only wanted to bring up a few that are rolling over and updating their payment systems, going fully digital, dropping cash in Australia we covered last night. All these systems that are going live here in April. After we got the ISO go live for uh, Swift just here in March, right? So we got ISO go live for Swift, which does five, six trillion dollars daily in settlement um, of over, over 11,000 banks and financial institutions use the Swift network. And, and they're just one of many payment networks and infrastructures here that is adopting the new messaging standard. Now, does it mean that the cryptos are, are going to pump overnight? Well, has that happened yet? No. But funny enough, funny you should mention XRP has been pumping. 
I've had to throw XRP pumping in the title of my videos, not because it's clickbait, because it's true. The thing is moving again, decoupling from the rest of the space. Now, Bitcoin, fair enough. I titled last night's live stream, Bitcoin and XRP pumping, because they both were. Bitcoin went up to 29K, rapidly back, back, back down to 28,000, and it's been ranging here sideways. But you guys are seeing that crypto is breaking out because it's the alternatives here to the dollar. Everyone's done with this. Everyone's done with us. Everyone's had it. No one even understands what's happening in our country, even our own people. I have no idea what's going on in D.C., the D.C. dance that we continue to watch. But outside of this country, it is clear as day, folks. Check it out. Check it out. Let me take another sip of coffee, folks. We're just getting started here tonight. Thank you, and God bless you guys. Okay, Gold Telegraph reporting. We're only at the 17-minute mark on the 3-3 date. You guys know what it is. Here we go, Brazil and China. Here is a brief recap. In just three months of 2021, Brazil's gold reserves surged nearly 100%. Today, it holds nearly 130 tons. In March 2022, Brazil's central bank reported that the country made a noteworthy shift in its foreign reserve strategy. Oh, gee, really? That's interesting. You would say suggest that. Oh, it happened last year? Oh, I thought everything was fine with the U.S. dollar, though. Susie Pants 42 in the comments tells me everything's fine. And Joe Blow Schmo in the comments tells me to stop spreading FUD about the dollar. But the central bank last year confirmed a noteworthy shift in its foreign reserve strategy. Go figure. The se oh, wait, by the way, this is the same central bank that had emergency meetings with Ripple? Wow. Funny how that works out, isn't it? Another central bank meeting with Ripple, quote-unquote emergency meetings with Ripple. This was back in 2020. Now, last year, they shifted their foreign reserve strategy. The central bank said it quadrupled its foreign reserves in Chinese yuan while reducing its holdings of U.S. dollars and euros in 2021. Towards the end of 2022, news surfaced that China would be importing corn from Brazil in a bid to diversify its sources and lessen its reliance on the United States, which happens to be the largest corn exporter in the world. Real commodities, real food, real food staples. In January, which while we produce what here in the United States? We shut down our farmers. In, in January... China emerged as the largest importer of corn from Brazil. It is worth noting that Brazil is the currently the third largest producer of corn globally. Earlier this year, the president of Brazil hinted at the potential creation of a shared currency for both BRICS and Mercosur, which could be used in mutual settlements. Now, that must be Mexico, Ecuador, a bunch of other uh, countries as well. Remember, this is 100 plus countries uh, that, that have agreed to basically move away from the dollar. Mutual settlements. After that, the world learned that Argentina and Brazil are discussing the possibility of launching a common currency. The move is seen as part of the collaborative efforts to minimize dependence on the U.S. dollar. These are the two largest economies in South America. This brings us to the last 24 hours. Brazil and China have struck a deal to ditch the U.S. dollar in favor of their own currencies and trade transactions. This agreement will allow direct trade and financial transactions between China and Brazil, where the two nations can tra transact using their respective currencies, yuan and raiz, without having first to convert their currencies to U.S. dollars. The trend is now very real and open for everyone to see. It is going to be a wild ride. Now, once again, we brought this up. This is actually... I became aware of this after my first conversation with Andy Sheckman, which was a couple months ago, 
where he was talking about how much settlement had been done on the Chinese yuan. Now, he mentioned it again two days ago. We did another session with Andy Sheckman, and he said, you know, 20, 30 billion is, is the you know estimate estimates on how much settlement has been done in the Chinese digital yuan. And so it's interesting to compare that with 30 billion in settlement that's been done with RippleNet since 2019. And now we got the confirmation that last year in 2022, 60% of RippleNet transactions were actually settled on ODL settling with XRP. So it's not just people that are partnered up with Ripple using Ripple's tech, it's people actually settling with the XRP ledger. And we had three corridors open back in 2019 when they started that, 2020. And now here, just a couple years later, we have over 40 corridors where they fired up the on-demand liquidity. And Brazil is one of those countries that was having emergency meetings with Ripple in the central bank there having emergency meetings in 2020. I wonder what they figured out. I wonder if they've done any pre-allocation deals for XRP. We also see that the ODL corridor in Brazil did just get fired up there. Uh, that was not too long ago. ODL in Brazil is live, okay? So it's interesting to see how quickly we are moving now. You guys are seeing the theme here. You guys are seeing the story, right? Now let's continue on. Ben Rickard, when the U.S. dollar is used as a political weapon, sanctioning countries and freezing international FX reserves, what is the solution? The East builds a better system to the IMF and the World Bank and just walks away. So you guys are going to see it right here, folks. This next slide. Gaber Gerbox, the five countries in BRICS now contribute 31.5% of global GDP while G7 share has fallen to 30%. BRICS is expected to contribute over 50% of global GDP by 2030. This is perhaps the most important macro chart that doesn't get shared much. So they're producing the most and China is now giving out and serving up debt denominated in the Chinese yuan. They're taking after the IMF, they're taking after the World Bank, they're taking after the West, right? They're giving loans to all of these developing countries. And these developing countries, like we said, Brazil, the third largest producer of corn, produces a bunch of other commodities as well, doing deals strictly and settlement between them without the U.S. dollar. It is moving and accelerating so rapidly. And we combine it with news like this of the banking collapse continuing, the merging and consolidation of power. Now, this is what I said. I said, I don't think that the banks are going to go away. We, we don't go to a world where we have no banks at all. Even if we have DeFi banks, you have DeFi DeFi protocols, they're going to be built into the ledgers. We already are getting that and using DeFi right now as we speak. But you're going to see there are going to be a few banks, I think, left to service people and to facilitate some, some, some deals. But you see the trend here. Total banks in the U.S. by year in 1920, 31,000. And 1930, 26,000. So during that Great Depression there, we went from 31,000 down to 13,400 by the 1940s. Okay, now 1940s, we started to turn up with the war and we started to actually experience growth right into the 60s and even into the 70s there we grew, right? But then you see we started to decline once again back into the 1980s. Now this has just continued and accelerated and now into 2022, we're at 4,200 banks remaining. The total number of banks in the U.S. has been on a sharp decline for 100 years. The regional banking crisis will only accelerate this process. Soon, a few banks will control the whole system. This can't end well. Well, what is the solution? You already know they have the solution waiting. Federal Reserve says its FedNow digital payment service is faster and better than traditional banking. 
Now, right there is how they always do it. Problem, reaction, solution. Fed now ready to work. Better than the traditional banking system. As they don't provide a backstop for those small regional banks that are being consolidated into the big boys and girls that own the Federal Reserve, right? Private central banking cartel that runs this country and many others, right? The same entity that's, you know, hijacked our country, the United States of America, has an influence in your country as well. And so that's why your country is turning away from the U.S., turning away from the U.S. dollar, getting off the SWIFT system, dumping our treasury bills, and setting up trade in native currencies, trade in gold, trade in commodities using DLT. It's very simple. Now, you guys see right here, FedNow service faster and better than the traditional banking system, okay? Now we're going to see what that runs on. We know there's been rumors of who they're partnered up with. We know Ripple's in there. We know a few others are in the room, okay? And it's incredible, right? I was watching uh, yesterday Michael Barr testify in front of Congress, and Congress was hammering him. And I love to see it. I love to see it. William Barr, former board of advisors at Ripple. I've shown you guys it many times. You guys see him all the time in the XRP community, right? We've been talking another big hitter who's sitting at the table and has been sitting at the table for a long time. He's now the Fed vice chair of supervision at the Federal Reserve, and he was literally tasked with the Silicon Valley bank collapse. And so he's in charge of the supervision here. And so he's in front of Congress here this week, just yesterday, getting grilled. And I absolutely love to see it, but I'm just sitting here smiling because William Barr was on the board of advisors at Ripple. So he was advising Ripple in, 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 in you know a board role position, right? And then you see him leave there, and now he's literally in charge of managing the banking collapse here in the United States and how the Fed failed. And he was admitting in front of the American people, in front of Congress, he was acknowledging the failure. And they have to at this point. The Fed has to, right? And if we are being real with ourselves, we understand that the crisis is not over, right? It's just that they've said they've made it clear and we understand who they're going to bail out, who they're going to provide backstops for. How is that possible, though, that William Barr, the guy that's in charge of the banking collapse in the United States right now with the Federal Reserve, he was on the board of advisors at a little startup company called Ripple that's now being sued by the SEC. How is that possible? Now, everyone is beginning to flip the switch. All of the banks, all of these countries, it is starting up, it is ramping up, it is accelerating. And I'm about to show you guys just a few examples right here. Here we go, folks. If you haven't already tonight, I see we're pushing 700 in the chat. If you haven't already, let's smash that thumbs up for me. Share this message far and wide. Let's share it out to Twitter. Let's share it out to your Discord groups. Let's get your friends and family in here and let's get tapped in, folks. TikTok, can you guys tap the screen, share the stream? Let's run it up tonight. We are not done. We're just getting into the cryptocurrency right before I share with you guys who all is flipping the switch. Ukraine, checkmark. All of Ukraine switches overnight on April 1st to ISO 222. Folks, this is not memes. This is reality. This is reality. Does it mean that the ISO coins are going to pump? No. Even though XRP is pumping. Interesting. Interesting how that works out. XRP is pumping, you know. But let's watch them flip the switch here one by one. During the night of March 31st to April 1st, 
uh, Rafasin Bank, together with the entire banking system of Ukraine, will switch to the new generation electronic payment systems of the NBU, National Bank of Ukraine, and implement the international standards ISO 222 for domestic currency transactions. Okay, so we're not crazy for obsessing over ISO 222. It is happening. This is reality, folks. XRP is pumping right now, too. Bank of China. March 31st to April 1st, another one, 2023 nationwide system maintenance. Okay, little system maintenance, convenient timing. What a coincidence. Along with Standard Chartered Bank, Ripple Partner, update April 1st, 2023, was a participant, was a participant in Swift's successful DLT CBDC proof of concept, plus collaborated with Swift on DLT and ISO 222 financial messaging, Standard Charter helping to usher it in. Folks, they are flipping the switch here right at the beginning of April. We've seen it already started in March with Swift, ISO Go Live. Now you're seeing these other banks as well. Premium, one credit union maintenance, April 4th, 2023. Please note, we will have maintenance period to upgrade our bill, pay, and sell services. Now, as you guys have seen tonight, the theme is confirmed with multiple data points to reiterate my hypothesis, our, our thesis that we're running with here, that we are in exper we're experiencing an accelerated reset. It is happening now. It is going live. They are flipping the switch. The systems are going down. They're off for maintenance, and they're getting ready to update to the new one. XRP is pumping. I don't know if it's a coincidence. I've packed my bags and I'm strapped in and I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to go on that ride. Rosie Rios told us that the train has left the station. I said, God bless her. Send it. Let's continue on. This is what we're talking about. You guys have heard me hammering this point. The solutions to the currency debt and liquidity crisis. XRP, gold, silver. Tom Emmer says crypto is the answer to the 30 trillion, $32 trillion in U.S. debt. One of the good guys, Tom Emmer, huge shout out. Let me play this clip here, folks. Debts, and we're going to pay this. We got $32 trillion in debt in this country. We've got to figure out how to balance our budget. And then guess what? You want crypto and everything associated with it to grow here, to innovate and grow here because that will grow the economic pie for everyone. Republicans, Democrats, that's the only way, I'm gonna tell you right now, my belief is that's the only way that you can deal with the $32 trillion in debt. The, the only other way would be to declare the country bankrupt and go into reorganization and tell people that they're gonna take haircuts for debts and we're gonna pay this back and we're gonna prioritize that. You, this is a company, this, the United States of America that has uh, not been managed well. Uh, crypto is a big part of the answer, I believe, in how you grow it. But the we got $32 trillion in debt in this country. How about that one, folks? Do I need to run that back? Huge shout out to Tom Emmer. As we've been hammering the point here, we have the solutions. XRP is one of the solutions to the debt, currency, and liquidity crisis, along with gold, along with silver. You set them free. As we talked about with Andy Sheckman, some of these states have started to recognize gold, silver as legal tender. We need to recognize XRP as legal tender, right? As a currency, right? And we're going to set this thing free. We're about to break out, and you're seeing Tom Emmer, one of the good guys, acknowledging the $32 trillion elephant in the room, but that $32 trillion elephant is just a small baby. The bigger, the mama elephant, is the $100 trillion in unfunded liabilities. 
how do you write up your assets? How do you, how do you write up your balance sheet? How do you write off restructured debt? Like you said, you either default or we accept and let crypto adoption thrive here in the United States, right? We build out that pie for everyone or we default. Interesting comments from Tom Ammer, one of the good guys, one of the few. Now we are still waiting for them to actually get a little something done. A lot of, a lot of talking. We're, we're, we're going to come up with some good ones to come at Gary Gensler, hopefully. Okay, but we actually need to get some answers. We actually need to hold them accountable, and we need to pass legislation here. Congress is tasked with passing the laws. SEC was tasked with enforcing them. And Congress needs to recognize that they can pull back that power. They can pull back those reins. They got the reins on Gary Gensler and the SEC. So they need to take that power back and actually hold the SEC and all the three-letter agencies accountable. Folks, the timing of this is incredible. And to get it from a politician here in the United States... Crypto is the answer to the $32 trillion in U.S. debt. Huge shout out to DAI for sharing that, by the way. And um, absolutely, absolutely, guys. We've been talking about this one for a while. They're finally coming around. They're finally understanding it. But you guys see who the real enemy is. Elizabeth Warren is a fraud. This is John Deaton. This is a quote from John Deaton here Twitter tonight. Elizabeth Warren is a fraud. She and her staff in Massachusetts and in D.C. abandoned over 300 constituents I represent in the 76,000 plus XRP holders putative uh, class. She refused to even talk to me or any of these 300 constituents because she couldn't risk being seen as on the side of two billionaires. Elizabeth Warren says she's building an anti-crypto army in new campaign. That is right, folks. This is what... Elizabeth, I got a plan for that. Warren is running on her new one is not. I got a plan for that. <laughs> I make fun of her for that being her, her previous motto. Uh, what was her other one? Big radical transformative change or something like that. just just a joke. Right. And now she wants to openly attack crypto with her good buddy, Brad Sherman. And these guys are just complete sellouts, complete sellouts. And that's not left or right. Right. That's are we moving America forward or not? That's not political. Are we moving America forward or not? Is the opportunity in the United States getting bigger? Like Tom Emmer said, is that pie getting bigger? No, it's Operation Choke Point. And as you guys have seen the trend over the last 100 years of all of the banks consolidating. Now, this new banking crisis is, is, is accelerating that process. And what do they got for the solution? The Fed now. The CBDC, Don Brandt, 10 spot. Really appreciate that, Don. Thank you for the 10 spot, along with Slinky, 1284 Slinky. Thank you for the five spot. Thank you, guys. Much love to all the super chats in the house tonight. I will be taking some questions here at the end of this session, folks. Eight hundred with us in the chat tonight. We got three hundred with us in TikTok. That's eleven hundred if I'm doing my mask correctly, folks. We're turning up tonight. God bless all of you guys. Here we go, folks. CoinDesk. You have Tom Emmer acknowledging that cryptocurrency adoption could be one of the solutions to the thirty-two trillion dollar debt crisis, and you're now seeing the mainstream CoinDesk, the mainstream news, the mainstream financial media, the mainstream crypto news addressing. Uh, 
I don't, I don't think we should call it the trillion dollar elephant in the room because I think the XRP ripple, they're ready to actually settle more than that. But let's just call them, let's just be conservative. The, the, the $10 trillion elephant in the room, XRP, the solution, it is finally for real. And you're now seeing that reality hit, folks. XRP trading volume spiked to billions of dollars on Upbit. Bithum and Corbit, three of South Korea's top exchanges by volume as the token rose 26% in the past week. Now, never forget, right back during the last bull run, they shut off the data from the Korean exchanges in the middle of the XRP bull run. It actually probably would have gone even further, potentially breaking above $4, but CoinMarketCap in the middle of the night shut off the data for the Korean exchanges. It was no longer pulling it because they had started to push the price way higher. And you'll see this in the next bull run. The prices will get pushed way higher in these other exchanges in these other countries. But now you're finally starting to see it. Everybody coming around. And this is what we've been talking about for the longest time. Brad and team at Ripple sitting down and they're getting the central banks to build, test, and experiment their CBDCs on the XRP ledger. Let's listen in to Brad Goinghouse, CEO of Ripple. Ripple does work with a number of central banks around the world. We've publicly announced some of them. And we're in the phase of kind of testing, experimenting, and they're, they're issuing their central bank-issued digital currencies on the XRP ledger. Uh, Ripple does work with a number of central banks around the world. We've publicly announced some of them. And we're in the phase of kind of testing, experimenting, and they're, they're issuing their central bank-issued digital currencies on the XRP ledger. Uh, so there you, there you are, folks. With- I played there twice, so you can catch that one. It's not just consultation. It's not just photo op. It's not just, hey, can we be friends? It's not just, hey, can we pay you to get a partnership so that we can announce to everyone that we're part of some association? It's nothing like that. No, this is actually, hey, this technology works. Try it out. See for yourself. The central banks are saying, okay, let's pilot and build out our CBDC on the XRP ledger. Now, I put out the tweet last night. Ripple continues to reiterate privacy in regards to cbdc which i like to see because i understand why people have concerns about the cbdc i do as well but when i see ripple actually addressing the privacy aspect of it and respecting privacy my hope is that ripple along with our united states government and our ideas of freedom respecting privacy and individual liberties that we will uh, if we do issue a CBDC, have respect for individual rights, and it won't be that intrusive 1984-style CBDC that we're all worried about and that we're seeing being rolled out in other countries. That is my hope and prayer. Now, the thing about it is, too, with the CBDC is we got to back it by something, right? And the other thing, too, that I would like to see is for us to abolish the Federal Reserve completely. The Federal Reserve should not be an entity that's in charge of our monetary supply, But that's, once again, I have my hopes and dreams and prayers for this country, and and I'm praying every single day for this country, but that doesn't mean we're not in a real war against the powers that be, and they have their own agendas, and they're willing to play dirty, and they're willing to arrest former presidents. As we titled this session here tonight, the first arrest will shock the world, and you guys see it, accelerating rapidly. But as we've been saying, the solution here, a few utility cryptocurrencies, we got news from Quant developers. Overledger 2227 delivers better tracking for the XRP ledger so you can more efficiently manage your XRP-related transactions. That interoperability between these networks is going to be key. 
Overledger, Quant working well together. We love to see it. More utility on the way. Now, I wanted to address this, clarify this from Mickey B. Fresh, explaining the XRP Ledger sidechains. We put out the announcement yesterday. It's part of the utility that's coming, folks. They just released it, so now it is on the DevNet. People can test out the sidechains right now, live, on the XRP Ledger, on the DevNet, I should say. And Mickey B. Fresh uh, gave us the answer here in regards to uh, this is from earthangel.xrp uh, asked this question here. Here's what I don't understand. How do sidechains affect the price of the token? Do they run in a walled garden alone in their own ledger with their own store of XRP or on the XRP ledger main chain like the rest of XRP? Does the increased activity and usage show? And Mickey B. Fresh, Fresh chimes in. Answer, real XRP only exists on the main XRP ledger. Sidechains are adjacent to ledgers with door accounts on XRPL. To send XRP sidechain, you send XRP locked in the, uh, what would that be? The door account, right? You send XRP locked in the door account, mints wrap XRP, wrapped XRP one-to-one -one on the sidechain, then send XRP back to XRPL, burns wrapped XRP, unlocks real XRP in locked door, act on the XRPL. So you still need to lock up real XRP to use that sidechain, right? You lock the XRP in a door account, and that gives you the access to that sidechain. When you send XRP back to the XRP ledger, you burn the wrapped XRP, and that's going to unlock your real XRP on the XRPL. Now, hopefully that is simplified enough. I wanted to try to clarify that. There's a full nine-minute video here on what is a sidechain that they talked about here at the Apex Developer Summit. I'm going to play just a quick minute here of this clip right here that explains this. XR Peaky Blinder AR 5-spot, I appreciate that. My token appreciation for Zach tonight. Brenda, Shane, and all mods and XRP fam, love y'all. I am the XRP Geeky Blinder, and I have a plan for that. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. God bless you. Appreciate the super chats. Let's take a listen here, folks. Sidechains on the XRPL. They are live on the DevNet. Massive utility on the way. Let's set it free. It derives its value from the main chain. Uh, so all the value that is on the sidechain comes from the main chain, usually. It's, it can have custom features, basically whatever you can possibly think of. And you know, it doesn't, you're not limited to just the features that are already on the main chain. And the way that you get your value to and from a sidechain is via a bridge, which I'll explain in a second. What are sidechains useful for? Well, maybe there's a new feature that you want on XPL mainnet but it's not approved yet. It hasn't passed the amendment process. Well, you can put it in a sidechain, and then people can already use it with their money on the XRPL sidechain by just transferring it over to the sidechain, interacting with your new feature however you want, and then bringing their money back to the mainnet whenever they want. One example of this could be something like hooks, which will probably take a while to get approved after, it's, uh, after the amendment is released. Right, so there you have it, folks. What they're working on right now is hooks, which is an updated, it's really smart contracts for the XRP ledger. But if you wanted to test or you wanted to feature, like she said, and without having to wait for hooks, you could do that by building out a side chain. And so those are now live. But once again, you still need XRP. You're still going to, you know, when you want to go back to the XRP, once again, 
uh, any side chains there, you're going to need XRP locked in the door account to get back into the XRP ledger. So that is key. That is part of the utility. But like I said, the respect for privacy that I'm seeing for Ripple in regards to CBDC, I like it, right? They make me feel a little bit more comfortable about this. But then I also see that we got this just finished reading this new proposal from let me see if I can Anshal Malhotra probably butchered that name head of research at Ripple X interested in threshold crypto and that is cool. So I'm going to give her a follow looks like she's only got 891 followers. Uh, but she's the head of research at Ripple X, so that's cool. So I'll give her a follow. And this is XLS40D, Decentralized Identity on XRPL. So this is where I'm talking about, folks. XLS40D, another amendment here, Decentralized Identity. Love to see it. Love to see it. There's so much coming to the XRP ledger, folks. It's absolutely massive. Now, we also do have David Schwartz keeping us entertained. He posted this one today. I thought I'd have a little bit of fun and just show this one for you guys tonight. David, Joel Katz, Schwartz, I swear, I was just getting gas today and saw this. I don't mean to encourage crazy conspiracies, seriously. And we're looking at the Chevron pump on the gas prices. And we see diesel number two trading at 589. And uh, I just like it. You know, it's just fun. Let's just have fun, right? We don't gotta, <laughs> we don't gotta get all offended when David likes to post a little meme or post a little riddle. Let's have a little fun, okay? And XRP's pumping too, so we should all be having a little fun, a little bit more laid back, right? Hopefully, back in profit soon for us. I got a few more points here on precious metals, folks. Comex silver drain continues as 856,000 ounces withdrawn, over 3.9 million ounces in last six days. Registered lost almost 206,000 ounces now below 36 million ounces open interest is now equal to 210 percent of all vaulted silver and 1630 percent of registered silver folks we got the links on over at the website if you're looking to get precious metal shipped directly to your place and secure that silver secure that metal we love this chart katusa research right here relatively speaking commodities are the cheapest they have ever been compared to the s p 500 notice the steep sharp rise folks this is the chart that we're talking about take a look here folks let's look at it S&P commodity index versus the S&P 500. Equities are expensive. Commodities are cheap. You guys can see oil crisis of 73, 74. We shot up there. Gulf War of 1990. We shot up once again. Financial crisis of 2008. We shot up once again. And you guys see the breakout is underway. The breakout is underway. It's interesting. That chart looks awfully familiar with the XRP chart. Now, I showed you guys the XRP chart on the weekly yesterday. We were way zoomed out on the weekly, and I showed you guys the levels that we can go to if this is the breakout, which I'm not 100% confirmed that it is, but you see an XRP building support here above 50, 50 cents. Absolutely love to see it, and I did see that I missed a super chat from Trucker Gonzo, five spot for my brother, Trucker Gonzo, who is a most recent member here joining the Discord group, by the way. Shout out, my brother. Thank you, five spot. Come on, y'all. Send future president Zach some love. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate the love. Now, folks, what we're looking at here is truly, truly massive and incredible. Back to the chart. Commodity index versus the S&P 500 is at the cheapest level ever compared to the S&P 500. 
So this is what, like I said, we got the links on over at my website. We can get precious metal shipped directly to you, help you roll over your 401k retirement account as well. We got links for your cryptocurrency. And for me, it's been very simple. Stacking cash flow, building recession-proof businesses with the extra, with the profits, with the little bit, uh, little, little change that we have to invest with. We are going to be putting it into commodities, cryptocurrencies, and real estate with an asterisk next to it. It's not participation trophy real estate market anymore. We got to bring sellers back down to reality. We got to start putting in real offers, which, you know, these sellers might might call them lowball offers, disrespectful offers. I call it bringing you back to reality. This isn't the 2022 2%, 0% interest rate environment anymore. We don't get participation trophies for investing in a real estate property. We have to understand how to make cash flow covered debt service. We got to do the same thing in regards to our businesses, real businesses that are recession proof, making sure that your job is going to survive the recession, survive the crisis that we're now going through. Okay. Not everyone needs to be their own boss. Not everyone needs to have a hashtag entrepreneur in their bio. It's okay to work a job. Let's get raises. Let's get more cash flow. Take on more responsibilities because we need it. We need the cash. They're going to kill us through inflation. It's the hidden tax. While they also increase taxes, we got the hidden tax of inflation. This is stripping your wealth. While countries around the world drop the dollar for trade, drop our treasury bonds, and do deals outside of the dollar. The writing is not only on the wall, it's on every mainstream article with a new country, a new trade, a new deal. While the masses are completely asleep at the wheel over here in the West, while your 401k manager, your financial advisor is going to tell you it's just fine. Everything's coming back. No need to panic. Trust me, bro. 60-40 portfolio, third worst year in, in history. Uh, bonds, worst year ever. Okay. We see crypto absolutely got smacked. That's fine. We took advantage. The bags have grown substantially. Like I said, I am going to be reevaluating my exit strategy, my complete generational wealth exit strategy, and it, it, it should not even be called exit strategy. It's really just my generational wealth plan. Because on a lot of these assets, I'm not going to be exiting. There won't be an exit on a lot of my XRP. A lot of my XRP is going to be held, controlled, and it might be delegated. It might be staked. It might be lent, and it will be leveraged one way or another, and I will receive passive income. I will receive a return, and I will use it to grow our investment portfolios, buy more businesses. Now, the opportunity is incredible, but once again, the masses, the masses are in panic, and the average person doesn't have the resources, doesn't have the capabilities, and is in a tough spot right now. I have sympathy for that, right? We start with the basics. At the very beginning, like I said, I put out my recession to-do list last year. I said, we got to make sure that we're still bringing it in. We got to make sure we have a job. We cannot rely on the government funny money handouts. If that's your plan, if that's your program, good luck, God bless to you. As long as you're a good servant, you'll probably be fine. But for me, I don't want to rely on anybody, right? But we're focusing on, right now, bringing in cash flow. And then the opportunities that I see, not financial advice, but for me, it's going to be in commodities. And now included in commodities, I consider XRP to be a commodity as well. It's a crypto commodity. It's a currency as well. Just like gold, just like silver. These are monetary metals. Monetary utility. Now, I think the XRP is going to surpass the market cap of gold because I think that the utility, the problem solved for XRP is larger. 
I think that you're going to see a tremendous amount of value parked in XRP as a store of value. But then I think that you're going to see trillions of dollars settling on these ledgers on a daily basis. That takes us to a new reality. Now, you guys see the TA. You guys see where the TA goes. Everybody's pulling out the big, big time charts now. We're sipping coffee as we go through the TA now. Some of you guys getting excited putting the champagne on ice. Now, like I said, everyone needs to reevaluate their exit strategy right now, or whatever you want to call it. Because whether you're playing on leveraging your XRP or you're playing on selling your XRP, we're moving. We are moving. I don't know where we're going from here, but I'm here for the ride. And part of my strategy is not so much exiting, it's figuring out at what price is XRP going to stabilize? Or does the price even matter? Right? If XRP stabilizes at $5, then I can work with that. We can build off of that. If XRP stabilizes at $500, we can work with that. We'll have a little bit more to work with. That'll be a little bit more fun. Right? But we're moving in that direction and we're going to a place where we never come back to these levels again. Now, I know there's some guys that are showing on the TA that we're about to run up here uh, that we, we could approach levels 50, 60 cents before we come back down to 33 cents. I know some people are calling for us to come back down to about the 30 cent level and retest 30 cent XRP once again. I understand that. That's fine. I will be buying again, right? I mean, at 33 cents, I get turned on when I know I can get a three for one. Three for one gets me going. I buy XRP at that price. Not, not financial advice, right? But right now, I have cash on the sidelines to buy more crypto. We're buying more silver. And I have cash on the sidelines for real estate. That, for me, is how I'm going to be building generational wealth over the next decade. This reset is accelerating right now. You guys are seeing it before you. The headlines, the Twitter spaces, ongoing, 24-7, nonstop. There's a lot of people talking. One thing that I've always tried to emphasize is that real plan. And I speak to the people in a real way, right? I get made fun of for shooting videos in my truck. I get made fun of for shooting videos out in the woods. That's what the people want. They want someone that's not going to be. Now, you know, I don't have to do the studio presentation and get all fancied up every single time. Sometimes it's just that quick, raw update in real time, speaking the truth that the people need. And I confirmed that once again this last week. Two videos, over 100,000 views. Two videos, both on the reset of the US dollar. People want to understand. That's why they want to ban. See, this is the issue. The truth is, spe is spreading so rapidly. Two videos in the last week, pushing over 100,000 views on each one. And that's the information that the people are hungry for. That's why they went viral. The algorithm with TikTok is flawless. It gives you what you want. And that's what the people want. The people are hungry for the truth. So, like I said, I've always emphasized the real plan, the real program, and I lay it out for everyone. I just show you guys what my truth is as far as understanding the current events, and then I show you the strategies, I show you my businesses, I show you my investment portfolio, and I show you my exit strategy. In an effort of full transparency, I've never taken sponsorship promotions, 
coming on here to help as many people get through this, survive this crisis as possible. So what can you do for me? Well, it's free to smash that thumbs up. It's free to share this message far and wide. And if you want to get tapped in, if you want to support us and invest in yourself, start your own program, get started in changing your life and doing it with us with like-minded individuals that are tapped in on all these assets, on all these conversations, some of these conversations that we can't have on the public platforms. Then we have a Discord group. It's a private community. You can make the investment in yourself and I will help you implement a program. I'll show you what mine is. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not going to tell you what to invest in. I'm going to show you what I'm doing. I'm going to show you what businesses I'm running. I'm going to show you how I'm thinking about the real estate market. You're going to see how other members of the community are doing real estate, are doing crypto, are doing DeFi, are doing XRP uh, ledger airdrops, are talking about the conspiracies, are talking about the health. We're having all the conversations. It's a family over there. I would love to see you guys over there. And like I said, if you guys can just do me a favor, it really helps out, guys. Just smash that thumbs up and then make sure you hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our content. Now I see we are pumping 880 with us in the chat and we are still rocking and rolling almost pushing here on an hour in the session tonight. Thank you so much for riding it out with me. I do have a little bit of time here. So let's take, what do you guys say? A little bit of Q&A. Let's open it up. Appreciate everyone for tuning in tonight. Let me answer a few of your questions here. I will see you guys in Vegas. I will see you guys in Vegas. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Jamie, Jamie uh, says, I think we should be grandfathered into financial advisor status. Financial advisors don't know anything about this. It's funny, Jamie, because I've had multiple financial advisors over the last year tell me that they listen to me. <laughs> they're, they're listening to my show to figure out what's going on, specifically in regard, regards to crypto, right? So, yeah, we got financial advisors in the Discord group that have joined my group. And we also are about to open up the one-on-one -on -one sessions here once again, folks. So if you are interested in the one-on-one -on -one sessions, uh, getting together with me, and uh, we've been doing about 30-minute one-on-one sessions, you can reach out to me on the contact uh, page, okay? And you're going to be able to find that on my website here shortly as well, okay? So we're going to be scheduling the one-on-one -on -one sessions once again. So if you don't know how to use Discord group, but you're interested in a one-on-one -on -one session with me, you can just send an email to me. Okay, just head on over to my website, zachrichter.com, get in touch. And we're helping people basically get their businesses rolling, helping, helping them grow their businesses that are existing, but they're struggling to go to the next level, helping people understand their crypto, helping people build out their exit strategies. Like I said, I'm going to be dropping my revised, revisited exit strategy. And I have more conviction now in XRP than I do when I did, you know, my original strategy goes back years. I've always planned, my, my plan was always, you guys know, to sell off a small percentage at about $10, sell off another percentage about 20 bucks. But that was because I needed cash for real estate. We're in a different position now. And so now I have to go back and I have to review my whole strategy for all my cryptos, for my cash, for my precious metals. I'm revisiting everything. I'm going over. We just did a prepping call within our Discord group as well. I still have moves that I have to make over there. I just got some firewood this week. Folks, when I tell you that we are moving and doing it every single day right now, I have been hustle. We're in hustle mode right now. You guys know I got a property 
property service business. So the landscape grind is moving and <laughs> this media business, that's a full-time job. As you guys are seeing in the news, there is stuff breaking every single hour and it just, it's been nuts. So like I said, the best thing that you can do is get tapped into our discord community because our community's tapped in like-minded individuals. And then we're sharing and having an ongoing conversations 24, seven, 365 on all the issues over there. We got people available to help you 24 seven over there, right? But then the other thing to do folks is make sure that you have followed me over there on Twitter. Okay. I think I'll take a few more minutes of questions and then actually we might go fire up a Twitter space. What do you guys think of that? I wonder if anybody is actually running a Twitter space right now. Every single minute something is popping up. I know. Isn't it crazy? Let's see. Is there any good Twitter spaces going on right now? XLM is pumping as well. 10 cents for XLM. 11 cents. Folks, let's pull it up. XLM. It's moving. Love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Wow. Up to 11 cents. Let's compare this XRP and XLM chart. Here's the XLM chart, folks. There you have it. Looking very similar to the XRP chart, actually. Now, let's, let's, let's see here. XLM, you know, it's been trading sideways. It was down about 8 cents. Yep. Yep, love to see it. Now let's go back. Through, let's see. Let's see what we're working with here, folks. Bitcoin at twenty-eight thousand, Ethereum at eighteen hundred, XRP fifty-three cents, Cardano at thirty-seven cents, Dogecoin seven cents, your Maddox at a buck ten, Solana at twenty dollars, uh, Polkadot's at six, okay, and Litecoin's at ninety. So a lot of these guys have just been chopping sideways. A lot of them have been in the red, but we have seen XRP go. And now we see XLM go up 7% on the daily, up 18% on the week. How about that, folks? 18% on the week. Let's double check that. Let's measure this move right here. Where are we at? Sure enough, 30, 30, 30%. Yeah, 27% right now. 27% on right now, just uh, since the 21st. So over the last... Uh, week and a half absolutely massive absolutely massive now you're seeing uh, a lot of these cryptos moving sideways i'm not seeing much else moving hbar interesting utility moving eight percent move for hbar 15 percent on the week hbar moving as well how about that folks look at that thing go i know you guys like your hbar out there Filecoin still doing nothing, five bucks. Man, I remember during the bull run thinking, okay, on the way back down here, the bear market starting, Filecoin was above $100, right, at one point. And uh, I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to pick up Filecoin at 50 bucks. That looks like a good deal. I didn't, and thank God I didn't, because now here we are down at $5. Wow, incredible. Arbitrum, now I, I heard about this one. This one just got released, I guess. It's at $1.41, trading at the 34 spot. What has it done over the last week? This thing just got released like over the last week. So, okay, back down. Interesting. Interesting. Now, I'm not seeing anything else in the top 50 that's really moving in a major way. Um, you know, XRP, HBAR, and Stellar. How about that, folks? 
XRP, HBAR, and Stellar. I think we've positioned ourselves pretty well. What do you guys say? Let me take some questions, guys. Let me take some questions. What are we working with? Filecoin hit sub $3. Gosh. Filecoin got smacked. Oh, Casper was moving. That's good. I know you guys like some, some Casper out there. Hey, dude, those are my favorite videos in the truck. That's what I'm talking about, man. Treasury bonds? Um, For me, I think it's... it's uh, you know, well, tre treasury bonds had their worst year ever. And, oh yeah, I didn't pull up the article. I had a bunch of stuff that got lost when I was putting together tonight's show. I don't know why my Twitter had an issue. A bunch of the tweets that I was going to share with you guys, like I, I just lost, they weren't, weren't in my big bookmarks and I was rushing to get this show going live here tonight, but actually the credit default swaps are, have actually gone way up against the U S dollar. I think it's on the year treasury note. So on the one-year treasury note, the credit default swaps have gone way up or something like that. Um, so basically, you know, people are now, you know, betting on the default of the United States. And 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 so once again, yeah, we have the debt crisis here. They're out of cash. Um, they've depleted most of the cash that they had to start the year off with. And we're going to see them coming up on that debt ceiling here once again. $32 trillion in debt, over $100 trillion in unfunded liabilities coupled with the banking collapse, the banking crisis, right, here in the United States, and then couple that with all of the news of all the countries around the world ditching the U.S. dollar. So there's over 100 countries now, by some estimates, that are moving away from the U.S. dollar simultaneously. Now, this is worse. Now, now this sounds terrible, and maybe it's a wrong analogy, but, you know, it's almost worse than a bomb going off in the United States, right? Because this is a financial tsunami uh, this is this is uh, this is something that we haven't seen in a hundred years. A hundred plus countries gathering against the dollar against our country. That's not good, folks. And you guys are seeing. I showed you guys earlier the data points. The U.S. reserve currency on the balance sheet of these countries went from what seventy-two percent down to fifty-nine percent, I believe. Right. We're seeing the use in the U.S. dollar for SWIFT also decreasing. Okay. It's here. It's all been confirmed. And now we see Trump coming back. They're playing the Trump card. But as I tell this show, the first arrest will shock the world. I took a whole lot of crap for saying that this was coming. I had a source that I trusted. He said it was going to be happening. He said it was going to happen last week, right? Or, or what was that, two weeks ago now? Well, I think it was about a week ago, right? Last month has been an absolute blur for me. It's been just crazy. But I had a source that I trusted. He said, it's happening. I said, okay, fine. I, I put that out. Took a whole lot of crap. And I put out the prediction actually in August before I even heard from my source just a couple weeks ago. Now here it is. He's been indicted, which means he's going to be fingerprinted. They're going to take a photo. Who knows if they're going to throw cuffs on him. They're going to do a photo op. Probably, probably try to get some sort of perp walk. Um... And it's gonna be it's gonna be a show. I mean, I was looking on my my YouTube on the news on the news section on YouTube. It was just all Trump, every single news outfit, all Trump. 
So he's about to dominate once again. He's about to steal the show once again. And I said, you know, this is all part of a falling empire. And why are they doing this? They're distracting from the U.S. dollar. Internal chaos. All part of a falling empire. I read a fantastic book by Ray, Ray Dalio called The Changing World Order. Describe this in depth perfectly. Yeah. And, and like we said, what are these countries going to? Commodities. And they're using DLT technology. DLT technology is the answer, the solution that removes the trust, which is so important, so critical. Brady, Brady H., thank you for the five spot. Per Swift, the go-live date for cross-border payments in November. Do you think it will be that long of a wait? Seems to me we are weeks away. Well, Brady, the ISO go-live really started last year in August. In August, Swift members had the ability to opt in to ISO 222 messaging standard. In November, it was supposed to be the go-live date. It got pushed back to March. So it did just happen in March. So some institutions are starting ISO 222 messaging standard. But the full rollout gets completed by 2025. That's the dates that we have, right? So basically, by this year, I think that we're supposed to be at 87%. It's, it's almost 90% of SWIFT is supposed to be on ISO and many other institutions. Like I just showed you guys earlier in this episode, there's about... Um, there's dozens, there's countless banks that are going down for system maintenance and that are updating to ISO 222 here in April. So SWIFT, which in alone is about 11,000 banks and financial institutions, and it's a volume of 5 to $6 trillion daily, that's $1.2 quadrillion in settlement on a yearly basis. Just them, they have started to go live. They, they announced that uh, last August they could opt in. November was supposed to be the go live, got pushed back to March. Now about 80, 90% should be getting towards ISO messaging standard. We're seeing now they're all reporting going down. Now they're reporting that they're dumping cash. Now they're reporting that they've got new digital IDs. All these banks are doing new digital key, digital wallet, digital this. They're shutting down the funny, uh, the, the, the brick and mortar banks are getting shut down. They're closing them down. Um, and, and so you're seeing the rollout here. Right. And, and the regional banks collapsing only accelerates it further, dumps fuel on the fire. Here, here's a good question. How do I protect my retirement funds from the U.S. dollar devalue? I can't move out without penalty. So this is why we've partnered up with Precious Metals affiliates that will actually roll over your Precious Metals, uh, roll over your 401k retirement accounts into Precious Metals without having to take the penalty. That's why I did that is because I know a lot of you guys are wanting to move your 401k retirement account. Okay. So you go to my website, get in touch with us. We got the links on down below for you guys to roll over your 401k and you can get the metal ship directly to you from them as well. Okay. So head on over to my website, zachrector.com. It's all over there for your cryptocurrencies, for your wallets, for your precious metals. And you can join the investment community, make that investment in yourself, join our family. We would love to see you. We're going to be meeting up in Vegas and we're also going to be having an exclusive discord meetup as well in vegas low-key don't tell anybody it's kind of a low-key invite only for the real ones i'll see you guys in vegas hey it's an absolute pleasure guys absolute pleasure here once again tonight thank you so much march 30th 2023 we continue to watch these events unfold we're going to keep you guys tapped in how we're taking advantage of the greatest transfer of wealth in world history with our current events with our cryptocurrency the news that matters most every single day we're bringing it to you i will see you guys i'm going to head on over and fire up a twitter space and let's do a twitter space for maybe i don't know half an hour or so what do you guys say okay i'll see you guys over on twitter 
Okay, we got 800 with us in the YouTube chat. Couple hundred with us on TikTok. Can you guys make it on over to Twitter? Let's fire up a late night session, okay? God bless all of you guys. I will see you in the next one. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.